The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray. Today is December 22nd, 2015. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network Radio. And uh, gentlemen, we only have three days till Christmas. Do you believe that? No. <laughs> I'm hoping so. that it's a mistake. Yeah, so, think... Say it ain't so. <laughs> we, have to, we have to invent a new calendar just for vets. All right. Uh, Joining me today as co-host is Major Zachary Kenney. He is a retired U.S. Air Force major who served on active duty with the United States Air Force from May 84 to May 2004. While on active duty, Major Kenney served as a JAG officer, military lawyer, in the Judge Advocate General's Corps. Major Kenney served as a base-level prosecutor and as a special assistant United States attorney in charge of the magistrate court at Dover Air Force Base, Delaware. And he taught law at the United States Special Investigations Academy at Andrews Air Force Base, Maryland. He is also a member of the AHN Advisory Board. Good morning, sir. How are you doing this morning? Pretty good. Just uh, Christmas coming too fast. It's uh, coming way too fast, way too fast. <laughs> now, Major, uh, I know right now you're helping our veterans understand valuable resources that could protect the families and our veterans, of our veterans and active military financially. Give us a little more insight on what you're doing to help right now. I know you're into a lot of other stuff, too, so we'll just... Okay, basically, the project that I'm working at, because you're right, I'm working several different projects to help our vets out, but the, the key one I'm working on now is uh, I am an employee with the Dignity Memorial Company. Uh, I'm assigned to the Fort Lincoln Cemetery in uh, basically northeast Washington, D.C., just across the D.C. line in Maryland. And I'm helping vets uh, realize and, and get their, their veteran burial benefits. Um, and as part of the Dignity Memorial Company, we have a homeless vet program where we try to reach out to homeless vets who die and don't have family or resources for burial. Um, that's basically what I'm doing right now and uh, have been doing it since uh, early this year. All right. Well, that's that, um, you know, again, that's a valuable resource. And there are probably a lot of families that don't know what direction to turn to. Uh, at least, at least they can get a hold of uh, you and find out what benefits they have. Correct? Absolutely. Okay. Is there a certain where they can uh, go? Go on uh, a website or? or uh, yeah, they, they can go online to uh-huh. uh, dignitymemorial. dot com, and in particular, if they live in the vicinity of um, Fort Lincoln Cemetery. They can um, also go to our website, which is fortlincolncemetery. dot com. All right. 
You know, last week's show, we had James McCormick with Vets for Energy. Vets for Energy is a group of volunteer veterans who continue to serve America as advocates for energy policies to sustain our national security. Some very interesting information. If you missed the show, be sure to listen to the archive show on the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Now, Major Kenny, why don't you go ahead and, and uh, introduce our guest today? Yes. Um, uh, our guest is a um, uh, activist, uh, I would say, in the area of veteran affairs. Um, and basically, in his presentation to the listeners, he will explain a little deeper uh, as to his commitment to the veteran cause. Uh, and I'll leave that up to him for the most part, since I understand his record is very distinguished and he's doing a lot of work in areas that aren't traditionally areas that we um, see veteran advocacy in. Right. Now, uh, welcome, Todd. I just want to welcome you to the American Heroes Network. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. All right. Now, Todd, why don't you tell us what makes the Warrior Scuba Project different or unique? Well, that's a great question. Uh, what makes us unique is that we're using what's traditionally a hobby or a, or a resort-type sport. We use scuba diving as our engaging activity. Wow. We found that as men and women are transitioning out of the 100-mile-an-hour world that we lived in while serving into the 3- to 4-mile-an-hour world, that we live in now, there's not that dynamic opportunity. So we use scuba diving. It's fun. It's sexy. We wear black rubber outfits. It's something that you can't do by yourself. So it, it helps the veteran and their family members maintain contact within that veteran community. So many times people just drift off and, and find themselves all alone, especially during the holiday season. But what we want to do is we want to make sure that veterans have an opportunity to maintain that dynamic service-oriented persona. So what we've done with the Warrior Scuba Project is we don't give it away for free. What we do is we expect our volunteers and our participants and our service members to continue to serve. And by that is if there's a certain training event or if there's a, a mission that we're going to go on, in order for you to qualify for that, you need to turn around and serve your community whether it's helping the scouts with their scuba program or teaching CPR first aid in the community. These are all different aspects of scuba training that go beyond the water's edge. And that's where we started the program. You know, it was more of a, well, I'd say kind of a holistic healing or um, more of an activity just for, for folks that want to get together and have a good time. But then we noticed you know, there's a little bit more to this, and we've been noticed by a couple of organizations that we're partnering with that we have partnered with in the past. And moving forward, it's for service members. This is just a way for us to serve our community and have a good time doing it. Excellent. How old is your program, Todd? We are going into our fifth year. Uh, we started in, let's say, October of 2011. So 2016, we'll, we'll celebrate our fifth, Excellent. our five-year anniversary. Excellent. And where are you based at uh, in, in the U.S.? We're, we're based in the Chicagoland area uh, in the south suburbs. We have dive teams all over the country. Uh, we just sent a Zodiac out to San Diego with the Sergeant Major. Hope he's there all right and safe. He may be listening and calling in. <laughs> um, we just finished a dive down at uh, Pensacola in October where we have a dive team and instructors. We've got instructors in more 
most of Florida, uh, East Coast, Massachusetts. Uh, we have some contacts with other organizations as well in, in other parts of California and New Jersey. So we're constantly on the move and we're constantly growing. We're always looking for an opportunity to turn diving into, well, take the fun out of diving and turn it into community service. Excellent. So by, by living in Chicago, uh, pretty soon you'll be able to dive with the, uh, the polar bear club. <laughs> well, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, the mayor will be up, and I'm sure, on the first of the year doing their thing. Or actually, they do it in February. Oh, they do. Uh, well, Chicago, you'd be surprised that the Chicagoland area has some of the best wreck dives in Lake Michigan. Uh, around the, the, as you find around the world, the water is nice and clear. Um, boats that are hundreds of years old are, are out there. That, that's unbelievable. I'm from Milwaukee, mm-hmm. and I never knew that Chicago was uh, uh, a lot of wrecks off, offshore. Just yeah. off the coast of Milwaukee is probably one of the best wrecks in Lake Michigan. You should... Uh, you can send me an email, and we'll get we'll get you out there. Wow. All right. Okay. Yeah. Sounds, sounds fantastic. <laughs> how can someone? How can our vets reach you, Todd, if they w- would like to get in this program? The easiest way is just to drop an email at info at warriorscubaproject.org, and it'll respond. Figure out where you're at. If you have a physical or non-physical injury, if there's any uh, additional training or additional support that the diver or family member needs, we'll go ahead and work on securing that for them. And then it's getting them in the water to start experiencing um, all that is scuba diving. I started diving early 2010. I'm not a lifelong scuba diver. It was something that I thought that I'd be able to spend some time with my brother, who's a police officer, first responder, and he'd been diving for years, and I had just finished retiring a couple years earlier, and I came across a program for veterans run by a civilian organization, and I'm sure their hearts were in the right place, but I think the execution lagged a little bit behind. And so we created the Warrior Scuba Project as a way for veterans. We all speak the same language. We all live in a world of acronyms. We all like to BS and tell lies. So it's best for us to be together and and keep that camaraderie going. And so we formed the Warrior Scuba Project. And we've been growing, like I said, ever since. We've probably put close to 200 people in the water uh, since we got started. And it's helping us reach out to other organizations that are looking to add an aquatic component to their book of business, for lack of a better term. And how many uh, veterans would you say are in your program as of, of today? Approximately. Oh, I, I don't know the exact I, numbers, but... Oh, I would say close to 100 or so are, are doing their thing more regularly or diving more. A lot, a lot of folks come to diving, and diving isn't for everybody. Okay. And I, I, it's not the end-all, be-all, cure-all for everybody. But for me, I, it provides uh, peace and quiet. It allows me to slow down a little bit. Uh, it's very detail and, and safety-oriented, so it, that helps me. Um, Stay safe, and it and it and it provides that regimented environment that we're used to in the military. Excellent, yeah, right. that makes sense. Now, now, are there certain qualifications? Is this for every vet, or do they have to be disabled in any way? Or uh, this is this is every vet, every generation. Okay. There is a place on the team for everybody. If you're not physically capable, or maybe you just don't want to scuba dive, there are plenty of things to do outside of the water, um, as well as in the water. 
you know, we did a we did a study a couple of years ago uh, in advance of a partnership that we'll be able to announce here in the coming weeks, where there are 48 careers that touch diving. I mentioned earlier CPR, first aid, uh, some of the public safety stuff that we're, we're doing, but really three or four are in the water and the rest are supporting. It's, it's much like combat, combat support, combat mm-hmm. service support. And so it, once again, we're able to cover down into what it is that we enjoy doing the most. But the biggest thing that we can do is we can all stick together as a veteran community and provide support to each other. Excellent. Todd, uh, we, we're experiencing nowadays uh, a greater number of women becoming vets. Uh, is your program um, a program that's available for them, and what is their participation in your program like right now? Absolutely. Um, we generally have a, a smaller percentage of our, our women veterans, much like in the service, but uh, we are open to women veterans, and there are some other programs specifically for women that we're looking to design and implement. Now, when you're in the water and you have a dive buddy, there's that trusting relationship between two folks. And we're looking to expand that out to provide not only for women but for men a uh, almost a, a, a support environment where you do a dive with a, a group of veterans that are all um, covering down on the same issue or injury, and it allows them an opportunity to get together to dive but there's a lot of therapeutic value to just being in the same environment with folks that have similar um, backgrounds and histories. It's amazing what sure. you can do when you're not trying to do anything. That's true. Yeah. We're going to go ahead and take a break. Today's show was brought to you by First Class Merchant Services. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. 
Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Todd Jones, Executive Director and Founder for the Warrior Scuba Project. Now, Todd, as far as uh, uh, support, how are the VSOs working out with you? Well, more and more, uh, as our organization grows, we see more and more support. Uh, we've, been reached, we've been reached out to by a couple of organizations. The Mission Continues, Team Rubicon. Team Rubicon I'd like to talk, to, talk about briefly. This is an organization that is designed to have veterans serve their community in disaster relief. Well, we've been working with some folks here in Illinois, in their region here, to flesh out the aquatic portion of the show. You know, there's swift water rescue that is in the water that members are doing. There are certain qualifications to do that. But then the recovery aspect, cleaning out bodies of water, uh, debris, and, and making them ecologically sound is another component that we look for. That's part of our community service in the Warrior Scuba Project. Um, so it's, it, we do a lot of work. We're looking to do a lot more work with reefs and endangered species and the coastal waterway programs to keep people serving in something that they enjoy. Now, over the years as we've grown, like I said, back in the very beginning, and this I'm sure is uh, typical of most veterans organizations, you haven't really made a name for yourself. You really haven't developed a reputation for serving. And with so many veterans organizations, the, the uh, I'm an English minor, I rarely use, and I can't find the word. Uh, to develop your organization with other organizations, when we first got started, it seemed as if there was veterans organizations were their own small entities. But when you get past the grassroots, the grassroots where veterans typically were treated as capital, you know, my veterans and my veterans and my veterans, and, and I was never a big fan of my veterans. It's we have a program, and if you like it, you're going to come and be a part of it. And if you've got a great program, listen, we can only breathe underwater as long as we have air underwater, so there's got to be something for somebody out there. So we've also found a lot of uh, service dog organizations, um, marksmanship organizations, horses, or programs out there like Brave Hearts out of uh, – the Illinois area and also out of Washington state. Um, one pet, one vet is a program where if you're looking, we've put divers in the water and they got out of the water and they met Joe trainer and the folks at one pet, one vet, and they now have service dogs, which gives them something um, therapeutical. I look at scuba diving guys as a different mode of therapy. For right. me, it's what I call my stealth mental health. I get in the water, I blow bubbles. I can hear my breathing. <laughs> It's very calming, and it's a great way to experience what really only 2% of the world has experienced. Much like military service, it's an elite activity. So um, we found that other organizations are we're, we're bringing people in and hosting events. We're cross-pollinating and swapping out ideas, which helps other organizations besides us find resources because I don't know who I don't know unless I know who they are and, you know, through introductions and vice versa. So when we started focusing on veteran peer support, not only the veteran peers individually, but also the veteran organizations that we can help out with their missions as well. So I've seen that come full circle. Originally when we got started, it was, do people even really want a veterans organization? Because it doesn't really sound like they do. And it's very competitive and, but once you get your gravity, your gravity, and, and you're, you hit that tipping point, 
it's amazing how many offers of assistance, and I'm talking about an introduction. You never know where that introduction is going to go, and it doesn't cost anybody anything. And it's a great, um, it's a great extension of goodwill. Well, you said uh, a little while ago that you were uh, in Florida scuba diving last yes. year. Actually, we the end dove, of this year. I'm sorry? Yes, we went down at the end of the year, and we dove the Oriskany. Now, the Oriskany okay. is the world's largest artificial reef. It sits 22 miles off the coast of Pensacola. And while we were down there, we met folks from both the Navy as well as uh, Special Forces. And one of our uh, divers, actually, our, our social media manager, was stationed with the Ranger Training uh, Battalion down in Florida. And so we met a lot of folks down there as well. But the big thing about artificial reefs and the Coastal Waterway Program is that th these are dynamic, fun, sexy, exciting missions that we can go on and kill a whole bunch of lionfish that are an invasive species that are killing off the food supplies of, of other species that are benefiting us. Um, so to be able to put together a lionfish dive, to do coral surveys, to, you know, things that are not mainstream, but what happens when we dive, and this is the key that I found for me, is the hyperbaric oxygen therapy that goes along with diving. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy, for folks who don't know, is breathing oxygen or compressed air at pressure. So what they do is they'll put you in a little tube by yourself, or if you're lucky, you'll be in a little tube with one or two other people. Like a, And they will lung. bring you down to a depth, and they will then give you oxygen to breathe for about an hour. And it's generally 1.2 atmospheres, which is about 16 feet. Yeah. And what that allows us to do is it allows us to absorb more oxygen into our tissues. So when you're talking about traditionally for burn care and pain management and we're seeing with, with headaches and folks that are associated with dioxin poisoning and Agent Orange, the Sergeant Major being one of them, uh, is his chronic headaches went away when he dove. So we're trying to find that sweet spot for different injuries um, and illnesses where we can adjust the amount of oxygen that you take in your, in your cylinder. It's called enriched air. And we put your mission at a certain depth so you get the right amount of pressure. And this is something that you can do with your friends, your family, the fishes, all of God's little aquatic creatures. But it's not something where you're stuck in a hospital for an hour. I can go ahead and give you, for 10 bucks a cylinder of enriched air and give you a mission profile and you and your dive team go off and do it. Maybe it's putting something together. Maybe it's taking something apart. Maybe it's taking pictures. It's an activity that you don't realize you're getting therapy, but you feel a lot better when you're done. So the more that we can do this and it's a lot cheaper than 800 to $1,500 a pop, I see a lot more people and their family members uh, taking advantage of it. And the, and the end result is they have a personal recovery as well as they're serving their community. That's, that's great. We're tricky. Yeah, when you put on a wetsuit, we're kind of tricky that way. Yeah, that is great. Yeah. So as far as the, the cost for the veteran, let's, let's talk about that a little bit. Um, what, right. what is their, what well, is we, their responsibilities? Their responsibility is to rack up as many service hours as they can in the community, whether it's volunteering at a soup kitchen, 
whether it is going and reading to kids, whether it's teaching CPR, first aid, as long as they're making an impact on their community in a positive way, and we can go ahead and log those hours, we can then trade those hours for training or trips or gear or whatever it is that we want, what they want to do. Uh, when we first got started, we, you know, we gave it away for free. I found out scuba diving was fantastic. It helped me. Um, everybody's got to try it. A whole lot of excitement, a whole lot of emotion. And then once they were through their training and it was as if we were a, a resort prep course mm. and you couldn't get anybody on the phone for a testimonial and there was no buy-in, there was no skin in the game. So when we changed the rules, we had a lot fewer folks initially coming out, but their duration, because they're doing something that makes them feel good along the way, um, they bought into it and they have ownership and they are more and more likely to continue on with their service. But it costs them absolutely nothing but their time and their energy. That's all right. That's pretty cool. That's all mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as uh, uh, the funding, where do you get your funding from? Is it just uh, individuals or you, you have um, uh, some good sponsors already with you? Right now, uh, it's private donations, and we mm-hmm. are working on vetting and finding the right sponsorship relationships. Um, like I said, when we first got started, there was, you know, nobody knew anybody else, and there was a little reluctance. And we want to make sure that we grow this slowly and properly and put a good foundation and find some good sponsors that are there for the long term that are not generationally specific. Um, I, I, I hate when there are walls put up with the veteran community within the veteran community. It's almost like they're competing for support. And I'm a big fan of if you, if you need support, we're going to support you. I don't care what generation you are. I don't care male, female. I don't care. I don't even care if you're in the Navy. (laughs) I'm there for you, you know? And and once again, we lost the Navy football, but they didn't let me play. So I don't take it too personally, but once again, I am a retired army officer. So I kind of had to throw that out there. Oh, definitely. But absolutely all branches. (laughs) I would even support the Salvation Army if, because they support their community. That's true. In fact, uh, that's a pretty big uh, supporter of communities. Yeah. Very big. Yeah. Well, we're going to go ahead and take a break. Let's not forget about the Veteran Suicide Prevention Channel. It was created to try to save the lives of American veterans and promote good health and understanding to their family members and supporters. The uh, Veterans Suicide Prevention Channel will actually archive all these goals by producing and broadcasting shows that contain healing subject matters and information, educating, uh, entertainment, providing resource information that will benefit America's veterans, their family members, and supporters wherever they may live, nationwide or internationally. They need your support today. Just go to the veterans, the VCP, I'm sorry, VSP channel.org uh, and on the home page there's a link to GoFundMe and help support the veterans and their families you're listening to the American Heroes Network radio powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel and we'll be right back 
Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter as the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Streaming live. The leader in internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Todd Jones, Executive Director and Founder for the Warrior Scuba Project. And, uh, Major, you had a question just before we went on break. Yes. Uh, Todd, I was trying to find out what are some of the upcoming events for for the Veteran Warrior Scuba Project that you're planning? Well, the, the big culminating event that we just put on the calendar, it, well, and it's in, it's in pencil, and we're still trying to, to put the dates together. But we're looking at late April, early May, is we're looking to have, along the Florida Coastal Waterway, we like to have a big lionfish hunt that is... Um, run by veterans and executed by our warfighters as a way to help clean off uh, clear reefs and what we can to the depths that we can reach, obviously through through our equipment and our training, but to, to make it a little bit safer. Lionfish, not only being an invasive species, they are venomous. So if you accidentally get yourself poked by one and it gets through your wetsuit or your gloves, you are going to know it. And you're going to know yes. it for quite a little while, and it's one of the most painful things that you can experience. And we want to go ahead and uh, make diving safe for folks, and we want to go ahead and ensure that the reefs and their wildlife that have been there for years and years and years are able to stay there and not have to deal with this invasive species. And we're looking to do April, May time frame. And proceeds, if we do raise any from that, um, through donations, we're looking to help fund a scholarship that we established last year on behalf of a veteran uh, by the name of Greg O'Brien. Greg was a, a veteran that was doing everything right. He um, was back to school studying for a nursing degree. Uh, his wife, Siobhan, and his beautiful two daughters, um, and he went out and he was trying out some new gear, and he ended up having a medical issue oh, and yes. passed away during a dive trip. And we established a, uh, a scholarship last year for veterans that are serving their community like he was doing in his name. So we want to go ahead and ahead of this 
have this, this fantastic event where we can serve the community and then have some proceeds fund a dive scholarship or two for veterans, but then also help this family. There are all sorts of costs associated with loss that we, we hope, I hope nobody ever knows about. And um, if, if there's any way that we can help the family as well, um, two beautiful daughters growing up. All right. And their father was doing everything that veterans that are transitioning should do. Get back in school, find something that you enjoy, um, and pursue it. It's a great way to stay decompressed. And Greg was a fantastic gentleman out of Boston. And, you know, he's sorely missed by his family, but also with the members of our organization. And the least that we can do is help carry on his spirit and his name. All right. Excellent. How can our veterans get more information about this? This seems like a very interesting event. Well, I tell you, the easiest way and the way we can keep track of everything is send that email to info at warriorscubaproject.org and put in the subject lionfish. Lionfish, okay. Okay, because what, this is like any other. This is like any other invasion. We're going to go ahead and when we clear off a, a a landmark, we start at one end and we sweep the objective to the other, and it's just something that we constantly have to have bodies down at, at the bottom, so that nobody gets away, and we can clean off those lionfish. So if you can send an email to info at warriorscubaproject.org. Put in the t- put in the uh, subject lionfish, and mm-hmm. we will start task organizing. Excellent, sounds great. Sounds- now it's nice to hear that uh, you know an organization offers scholarships, um, uh, which is kind of unique because a lot of people don't know that uh, uh, the VA doesn't offer the scholarships to your kids. <laughs> so, so um, you know, do, are there certain qualifications uh, to get involved to be to, to be a participant? Well, children as young as eight years old can start going through scuba training. There are organizations like PADI, which is uh, probably the best branded and most well-known organization, certifying organization, that starts bringing kids into the water at age eight, nine, and ten. Now, in order to be certified to dive as an open water basic diver, they need to be 12 years old. So there's a whole lot of age range that can participate. Physically, they need to be able to pass um, uh, or or fill out a waiver. You know, it's your your typical health issues waiver. Uh, If there are any health issues, that there's also the mechanism to have your physician sign off on them um, to make sure that there's nothing that is going to make sure that's going to affect your safety. Safety is just very key for me. Safety, 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 to the point where I can be boring saying safety over and over again. <laughs> but this is, a, once again, just like just like being a soldier, um, you can't mess around with your safety or the safety of those around you because people then get hurt uh, or worse. But for kids, absolutely. Kids are where the scouts are. So if you're a parent and your kids have a scout troop or Indian guides or brownies or Girl Scouts or Whatever little organization that they're a part of, it's a fantastic way to get them out, get them active, keep them swimming, teach them something, a life skill, 
because I think there are about four or five badges in the Boy Scouts alone that we can support through not only their scuba, but their first aid and some of the other stuff that they go through. So for us, it's a great way to serve our kids and rack up some service hours. That's right. Now, you know that 2016 is going to be a big year for, um, uh, you know, there's so many 22 a day that we're losing on um, suicides. Now, uh, when we talked last, uh, you mentioned that uh, you're, you have an involvement with that also, correct? Absolutely. Um, one of the reasons that I selfishly started this program was I was that guy. I was the, the, the veteran on the brochure that you get at the VA with 15 different symptoms of at-risk at behavior, and I think I, I maxed out at 13. I was I was at the end of my rope, and I really was not interested in my rope anymore. And it was about that same time my old battalion commander called me up. He said, Captain Jones, I've got an award for you that wasn't given to you when you retired. And so I put a uniform back on after a couple of years and went back. And I heard a, uh, about a grassroots organization that was helping veterans, and I'm a big fan of grassroots organizations. Uh, it's a great way to ease into your transition or your healing or to find benefits or resources without having to go through the mountain of paperwork with the VA. I, I love what the VA is doing. I, they obviously are far behind where they need to be because, hey, we're flooding the system with more and more people that are looking for help. And I get that. And I'm, and I'm glad that they're growing in what they're doing. Um, but along the way, there are a lot of folks that don't want to get involved in the VA. So there are, there's a huge need for grassroots. I wear yes. a black tungsten uh, 22 kill ring. And if you are interested in finding out about that program, I think 22kill.com. But 22 veterans a day, most of them are my age, 49, 50 years old and older, 18 of those 22 that are committing suicide. And, you know, as a veteran, I was at risk at the time, and I, I struggled mightily against myself. But to have a dive buddy, to have somebody that you're accountable to, uh, to volunteer and to start giving your energy to someone else rather than focusing on yourself, for me, that turned it around. And so I wear on my... On my left index finger, I wear this ring, which symbolizes my support um, to lower the number of veterans that pass away at their own hand to zero. So one of the things with our organization, call somebody, call a dive buddy. Uh, we've had a couple of folks that were at risk within our organization that having that phone number to call and that, that dive buddy to call that interim step before you call the crisis line, or the guy who says, listen, don't call me, call the crisis line. Gets them the help that they need so that they continue to lean forward in their foxhole every day. That's correct. Very mm -hmm. correct. All right. Now, you know, it's, it's uh, our veterans again, uh, like you mentioned before, uh, we mentioned that uh, the 22 veterans a day, uh, and that's a low figure, actually. Uh, and, and Todd, maybe... You know, we need to hook you up also with the Veteran Suicide Prevention Channel, where you can be one of the programs on it. Uh, Absolutely, I love is, that. 
you know, and that's all you need is somebody to video uh, your excursions, and and uh, they'd be on the Veteran Suicide Prevention Channel. <laughs> and again, it's it's just giving it's giving our veterans, making them aware there are a lot of good resources out there, and and uh, you you have to know how to go about looking. I mean, you could go through an eighty or ninety page site, and I guarantee you probably won't make it through that site because it'd be so boring. But if you Go to the archive library of the American Heroes Network Radio and, and listen to any one of them. You find out everything you need to know about that resource. And is it something that I should contact? Is it, is it somebody that's in my area? Are they available in my area? Uh, there's so many factors you have to look for. And uh, Absolutely. Um, a, over the last few years, in Illinois alone, we created a program called uh, Illinois Joining Forces, and it, it was a lot of... It's well, it, it is not, it was. It is a lot of the veteran resources that are at the grassroots level and state level. And it's a, it's a clearinghouse. It's a way to go to one place and just like you can go to your archives and find the shows, you can go to one place and you can find out about horses, you can find out about dogs, you can find out about sports clubs, you can find out about diving, you can find out about all of the different things in your area and, and because it used to be very disjointed, and that was one of the problems, is that, well, what else is out there? And rather than have to go out and search as many websites as there are out there, and I'm sure there's more than a dozen, is to go to one place and then break it down by maybe symptomology. Now, being a veteran, in, in, uh, for me, it's like being an alcoholic. Not that I'm an alcoholic, but once you're a veteran, you're always a veteran. Like they say, once you're an alcoholic, you're always an alcoholic. Once you're a service member, you're always a service member. This is a way to find a way to serve. This is a way to find a way to find people that are looking to serve you. So absolutely, get in there, get in the archives, find what, find what you need, and start your, start your process. Um, in Illinois alone, I mean, I take advantage of a lot of stuff, or I, or I have in the past, from acupuncture, all these different modalities. Um, scuba diving, obviously, acupuncture, acupressure, um, horses. I've tamed my first Mustang. Didn't even have it on my bucket list. Turns out it was a lot of fun. Um, fishing. There are some fantastic fishing out on Lake Michigan that, and organizations that run diving trips for veterans, whether you're able-bodied or physically injured. Um, and to me, it's very important we were all we were all elite athletes before we left our team, and for us, it's the team and the mission approach. It's great if you have a team, but if you're not doing anything, you're not really doing anything. You know, you can tell yourself whatever you want, but unless you're making a positive impact on your community, you're just hanging out drinking coffee. That's right. That's but, right. When you have a mission with your team, and when we left our team, I'm going to get back to what I was saying. And, you know, I really like these radio shows, fellas, because <laughs> I don't have to speak in eight to 12 second sound bites, but That's make right. sure that, you know, you, you slow me down or tackle me if I go on too long. <laughs> but no problem. what I found is that when we left our, our sport and our sport being warfighters, is that we didn't have a team. We didn't have a teammate looking out for us. And that was one of the things that I found that I struggled with personally, and I'm sure Thousands of other have studied or have found out that there's, there's no pack. You can't just go down and have your admin stuff taken care of down at, at the pack office or 
or finance or whatever it is. So you need to find yourself a team. Now, when we left our team, it could have been we retired. Uh, I retired after 20 years. I, you know, now I wish I'd done another 20. It was a, it was a good time. Um, but it could be because you're physically injured. Going from an elite athlete to being somebody with a catastrophic injury is devastating, not only to the body, obviously, but to the, the confidence. Am I able to continue to perform in whatever capacity? And what I like about scuba diving is we have divers that don't have limbs, that were born without limbs or have lost limbs in accidents, um, blind divers, deaf divers, burn recovery. To me, if you can get in the water, we're going to get you in the water. Right. And you're not going to fight gravity. You're not going to, you're going to get in that gentle hug that scuba diving provides, and you're going to do it as part of an elite activity. You are an elite athlete again. And for some, that's the turnaround. And I have got folks and friends all over the country that are seriously injured veterans that I take strength from. I'm walking around my living room right now. I, I have the ability to do this radio show from the house today, and I appreciate that. All right. But I have the ability to walk around my house and meander around, and, and some folks don't. Correct. Now, I also learned along the way, they understand this is the hand that they were dealt. And their strength, and they're like, oh, don't worry about it. I'll get that later. Or I don't need your help, or thank you very much, or whatever it is. We, we tend to be solicitous. Well, a lot of times, these men and women are better off as an example um, through their strength than if they had maintained, um, if they weren't injured. And by that, I mean, you know, their, their greatness is as a result of them recovering from their injury and making that decision that, Hey, I'm living and I'm living my life the way I want to live my life. And I, you're not going to slow me down. I, you know, there are programs out there to climb mountains. There are programs out there to do all sorts of sports. Um, and it's, it's amazing what a, a veteran or a service member can do because they've been a part of the team in the past. And a lot of times they are compensating for their injuries to maintain their position in a team of supporting somebody else. It's not about them anymore. And I think that's fantastic. That's one of the things I've found being in the veteran community as much as I have been, because I checked out for a while, like a lot of people did. Um, but to find these sources of strength and, and inspiration and humor and holy cow, the humor, <laughs> um, just some of the, just some of the situations. It's just fantastic. What, what, a service member can do. All right. Now, as far as the schedule of events, is that on? Is that located on your website also? Uh, we're yeah, we're updating. We're updating for 2016. Uh, a whole new calendar system, a membership subscription system. So, if you wanted to support the Warrior Scuba Project financially, and you wanted to have a T-shirt or, or whatever it is, I never realized how much I hated web design and now i don't hate those that design webs websites design webs those are spiders right mm -hmm. i just all of the amount of spinning plates that they have going but yeah we're um our website will be updated and our facebook page warrior super project uh will also have links to our our calendar events 
Most of our events are grassroots locally that build towards our culminating events. Like I said, in May, we want to have between 100 and 150 veteran divers and support personnel uh, work in each location. So that's 300 potential divers in each location um, that we have so far laid out to do some good work for the community. All right. Do you plan on going out and getting your own food when, <laughs> when, you, when you're diving? Do you go get your uh, get your fish that you're going to eat that night? Well, we can. Yeah, absolutely. We can have. I, my understanding is our lionfish tacos are delicious. They are, <laughs> and I'll be more than happy to eat my fill, and maybe one or two other people's fill. Yeah, I, I had. Do you go out to the Key to Key West area? There's a couple. There are a couple of really nice places down there, and yes. because, because they're not sponsors, I'm not going to mention their names. But there are there are at least two dive boats and dive operations that support the veteran community. Um, there's also the big sea base in Key West for the scouts, uh, and we were fortunate enough to have one of our divers, a gentleman, but his first name is Chuck, Army veteran, uh, and he spent last summer working at the sea base to help the scouts. And like I said, if I can provide logistical support or I can provide bodies, expertise, or training, and they had an opening for somebody and Chuck really needed something service-oriented to do over the summer, so we got Chuck put together with the sea base. So um, there's also, uh, there are just a whole lot of places, military and non-military down there that are an opportunity. But, yeah, we're, that's one of the areas we're looking to work our way down the coast and up the other side, a couple hundred miles. And if we have more bodies, then we have locations, and we'll open up more locations because it is a very serious issue with the lionfish uh, and some of the other invasive species that we're definitely looking to help out with. All right. You know, I went uh, snorkeling, actually, uh, down at Key West, and, and it, uh, I think there were three of us, and we caught 32 lobsters. We had a feast that night. It was wonderful. Wow. <laughs> was I'm hoping lobster were, were in season. Yes, definitely. That, that, that makes a big difference. That way you don't get arrested. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, you've got the lawyer over there who's probably saying, listen, maybe we should talk about free lobster. <laughs> That's right. Right. All right. Well, we only have a couple minutes left. Todd, it was a pleasure having you on the show today. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I had a great time. And is there anything you'd like to share with our listeners in closing? Absolutely. Um, if you're a veteran and you're looking for help, there, the biggest thing that you need to do, and this is the biggest thing that I struggled with, was asking for it. Once you break that dam, you'll be amazed at how much support is out there and uh, the different varieties and modalities and things that you never thought were out there possible are out there. But the worst thing that you can do is hunker down in your bunker and push folks away. Um, it's going to happen. I understand that. Uh, we've always been the ones that have helped as service members we're always the one that people turn to to ask for help, but sometimes we need to ask for help help ourselves. And when I when I started to break down my own walls, it it, it turned my life around. And and turning my life around turned my family's life around, turned my friends' lives around um, because I, you know, you start enjoying things again. So don't be afraid to say, hey, you know what? I'm struggling. 
because guess what? You're not the only one. That's right. Um, and, you know, if you want to shoot me an email at info@warriorscubaproject.com and you want to talk, um, I'll give you my cell phone number. That's fine. Um, and that's just how the conversation starts. That's how the healing starts. And, you know, if I had learned that years ago when I first started experiencing symptoms instead of pushing them away, uh, how much better off I would be, how many fewer ex-relationships ex I probably would have. But find somebody, get some help, and have some fun along the way. You know, it's you can let your shoulders down and relax. That's right. That's right, yeah. Now, what, why don't you again inform our listeners on how they can get a hold of you? I know we did this, but we're going to have to keep pumping out that Absolutely. information. Hey, I have a degree in broadcasting, so I know how many times I need to say info at warriorscubaproject.org. <laughs> That's Send right. Send me an email at info at warriorscubaproject.org. In order to get your questions answered, guess what? You can send me an email at info at warriorscubaproject.org, and we're looking forward to hearing from you. All right. Excellent. What was that, what was that address? <laughs> info at warriorscubaproject.org. So now there's no excuse for it. None whatsoever. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Major Absolutely. Kenny, yeah. you, like, you have something to share with our listeners? I just wanted to say that, um, first of all, uh, to our guests who uh, provided some uh, extra information uh, that can really help our vets out, um, it complements uh, some of the things that, that I'm trying to do in the area of veterans' burial. Um, I want to encourage the veterans uh, and their families, if they have questions in that area, uh, to contact us and give us an opportunity to help you um, going forward. That's it. You know, we, we'd like to wish everyone a safe and great Christmas. And, and by the way, if you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand 24-7 right on the website. And you can hear all the archived shows also right from your phone. And remember, the, we spotlight and promote the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, and in any mobile device. I'm Gary Ray, and thanks for joining us. And we'll see you next Tuesday for our live show at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. It's staff and management.